Investor Creator teaches both seasoned and new investors how to buy the right houses at the right price anytime you want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable six or seven figure investing business that changes your life without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Investor Creator. I'm Brad Smotherman and I appreciate you being with us today. Guys, this is our first episode and I'm super happy that you're with us today. And this is something that I've been kind of thinking about for a while and I really wanted to get the business up to where it was to a point that I didn't need much of my time so that I could really focus on this. And so here we are. I want to give you a little bit of an intro of my background and really why Investor Creator exists. So to talk about my background, I got my real estate license when I was 18 years old. I woke up one morning when I was 17 years old and decided, you know, I'm going to get my real estate license. And guys, frankly, I don't know what made me do it. Um, I guess I thought that it couldn't be any worse than shoveling carts around on the, the pavement at the local grocery store, which is what I was doing at the time. So I was going to college and my first six months, I sold a total of one house. And I got a commission after the split with my broker of about $1,800. Now, guys, I don't care how you budget. $1,800 does not pay the bills no matter what age you are. But I had a builder developer that was a part of the college group that I was going to at the time at this church. And every week he would say, Brad, have you closed a deal yet? You closed a deal yet? And I would have to say, well, no, no, I haven't. But I was really super happy the, the first time I, I was able to tell him, yes, I got a deal closed. Here's how it went. And he said, well, how much did you make? And I was so excited to make that $1,800. And he said, well, I'm really happy that you did that because I wanted you to do your first deal on your own because I want you to come and manage my subdivision. And so after a lot of thought, I decided that was a good idea. So the beginning of 2006, I began to manage a model home. We sold a lot of new construction did a lot of pre-sale custom homes, and uh, I managed the selection process for him. So all of that was great. I was making a full-time income, just working the weekends. I was going to college, so you know I'd either study or, or I would sell on the weekends, and it worked out super, super well until 2008. So I don't know how many of you guys were in real estate during 2008, but it was real estate Armageddon. Everybody was um, just trying to cover and run. And it was just a real disaster for everyone. When I was selling real estate, we actually had closings that were would go unfunded because the banks didn't have the money. And so it was just really a scary time for everyone. And I saw a couple of things. Number one, the model home where I used to have seven, eight, 10 people per week now went completely like a ghost town. We had literally zero people for four months. And the writing was on the wall, ended up my builder developer ended up going bankrupt. And it was just a really tough time for everyone. The real estate agents that I had seen make three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year during the boom now went back into their office, closed the door, and began to cold call by owners again. And I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, they didn't really have a strong business either during this time. And these were like the the pinnacle of our industry. And there's nothing wrong with cold calling. I just don't want to do that when I'm, I, when I'm in my 50s and 60s, okay? So I saw that and, you know, we just really struggled and struggled as an industry. So 
I decided, well, you know, I'm going to finish college. Uh, maybe I should do accounting, which my undergrad was in accounting. And so I lasted about 30 days in the accounting world. I just, I couldn't stick to a desk. I, I just didn't have it in me to just sit there and do tax returns. I wanted to talk to people and, you know, figure out problems. And then I got my first paycheck and it was much, much less than I was used to making per paycheck when I was selling real estate. So uh, with no deals in the pipeline, my wife and I made the decision, I'm going to go back into real estate. So I went back into sales for about a year and I decided, you know what? I don't want to do sales anymore. I'm going to be an, an investor. And this was the beginning of 2010. So I retired my real estate license beginning of 2010. I didn't know when my next check was going to happen. You know, my wife was a kindergarten teacher. She was supporting us with her teacher salary, which is not an easy thing to do. But luckily, she was super supportive. And so I began to market. I began to put out bandit signs and, and try to build a business from nothing. Uh, I didn't have any money. I didn't have credit. I, did, I couldn't go get bank financing. My wife and I owned our first house. I couldn't go get another one. And it was a tough time. I actually pressure washed houses to make ends meet during that spring. And I remember wanting to quit just so many times. Um, it was super emotionally difficult to deal with, you know, dealing with week after week of no check and month after month. And so finally, I got my first deal under contract. I was so excited. This man called me and he said, well, I've got this house that's going into foreclosure and I'm going through a divorce. Well, I signed it up. I ended up buying it subject to, and I was going to sell it with owner financing. And so we get to closing and we pull title and ex-wife is on the deed. Well, I, I called this guy. We'll call him George. That's not his name. We'll call him George. I called George and said, Hey, George, um, we've got a problem with title. Your ex-wife is going to have to sign. He said, well, forget it. She hates me and she'll never sign. And that was the case. So my first deal that I ever had under contract fell through. Now, guys, that was what we call a disappointment. That was very disappointing, very difficult. But a couple months later, I got another house under contract and I still remember the voicemail. Uh, I got the voicemail. It was just like any other voicemail. And basically, hey, I have this house that I'm hoping to sell. Uh, can you call me? So I, I remember sitting in my truck thinking, I just don't want to call another person. Like, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to hear another person that's not motivated or whatever, or there's no deal, there's no equity. So something made me calm. And one thing I will say to you guys is that most of your success is going to happen after you want to quit. Okay. That's how it was for me. So I called this guy back and we have a conversation. And so I set the appointment. Well, it was a divorce situation and, and apparently a pretty nasty divorce. So I'm, I guess, 23 years old at the time, and I'm walking through this house to buy it. And I have a husband and wife that won't speak to each other. And so I'm trying to talk to them without them talking to one another. So it's a very awkward position. But long story short, I got the deal. Three days later, I sold the house and I made $20,000 in cash as a down payment. And I made about $20,000 in note. So guys, I was so happy with the cash that I forgave the $20,000 note. Now, I don't recommend doing that, but that's how much I didn't know at the time. And so I got the $20,000 cash. At the time, guys, I think I had like $300 in the bank. So $20,000 is like $20 million today. Okay, it was life changing. And so I got my first deal. I began to pour more and more of my money into marketing. We began to snowball. We started buying and selling houses monthly, putting more and more of our money into marketing. And we fast forward to today where we buy 
about a dozen houses a month. And we have a multiple seven-figure business. We're on track to do about $5 million in gross profit this year. And that's across four states that I'm currently in. I'm buying in, in four different states. And I currently have houses in six. So we're all the time testing new markets, getting out there. But we have really perfected this business and put it down to a science. So I want you guys to know that if I can go from pushing carts at a food line, which is a grocery store, uh, to within about 12 years having a multiple seven-figure business, anybody can do it, okay? You just have to have the skills and know how the drive and the grit to get there, okay? And so it's super important that you get all of those. So why Investor Creator? Well, it's a few reasons. First, I went to a mastermind group that I'm a part of in Florida, and it was it had super high expectations. I, I took my acquisition manager, Tony, down there to go with me because I thought, you know, we're really going to learn from some great people. Well, a few things happened. So number one, one of the coaches that is supposed to be this really great investor asked me how to do a wrap. And I thought, wait a minute, you're the real estate coaching guy. Like you should know how to do this. Like this is I mean, it's not super fundamental, but it it's pretty close. I mean, this is stuff that, that you should have a, a, an easy grasp on doing. And he didn't. And so secondly, I met some people there and they started skipping the classes that we paid $25,000 to be there for three events. So they were skipping classes during this time to, to talk to me. So I, I got to where I had a little bit of a, a following at the bar and at one point, one of the guys said, you're the reason I came. What you're talking about is super valuable and is worth what I'm paying to be there. And I don't mind giving out the information. So I thought, well, cool. you know. So the third thing is I spoke to this guru that was running this mastermind group. And I said, well, hey, you know, good to meet you. How many deals do you have going? And he said, well, you know, I've got a couple things going, you know, couple things here, a couple things there. And I realized he wasn't buying and selling houses anymore. He was just selling information and not great information at that. And so on the way back, me and Tony were having a conversation about really just how disappointing it was that, you know, they touted it to be the, the best investors in the country and they weren't. I mean, a lot of these people were super low level and um, it was just really disappointing in, in both the information and the the, the people in general. So uh, we made a decision to do it ourselves. So if the information is not there and we have it and we can do it better then we should because people need it. Um, so that's how Investor Creator was started. We didn't know it its title. We just knew its core. So that's how Investor Creator happened. The goal of, of Investor Creator is to get you guys to $100,000 per year or more within your first 12 months. And that's if you are a completely new investor. That's with no knowledge, no training, no understanding, no expertise. We want to get you to six figures plus within your first 12 months and to do it in a way that doesn't sacrifice your lifestyle to where you really become a slave to the business because we don't want that. Now, frankly, some people are just more concerned about the money and I'll worry about lifestyle later. And some people are more concerned about really maintaining lifestyle throughout. And you can make the determination as to which is more like you. So when we look at the model of what's created with Investor Creator, you take a triangle, you know, with a flat bottom and a pointy top, and you can do this mentally, or if you have a pen and paper, you can do it that way also. 
But if you take the the base, the base is created with marketing. So we have to create the lead generating machine that we need to get motivated sellers calling us each and every day that are ready to sell at a discount. On the left-hand side of the triangle, we write negotiating framework. So we have to know once those leads come in, what to do with them, what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. If we don't know that, if we're just winging it, we're going to have a difficult time, guys. Most of us, including myself, we're not good enough to just wing it. We have to have a process, all right? And that's the negotiating framework. So what to say on the phone, what to say in person. From the time we knock on the door, we should have an idea of where that negotiating is going. Most people don't. They just go in and make offers. Guys, that is a huge mistake. If you're going in and making offers, sometimes you're getting thrown out of the house. I know I'm resonating with some of you. You can't do that. There's a better way. So then on the right-hand side of the triangle, we talk about deal structure. And deal structure is super important. And it's something that, guys, a lot of even decent investors don't have. They know how to swing the cash hammer and, and either go get hard money or go get a loan or maybe they have enough cash to buy a house. But they don't understand how to buy subject to. They don't understand wraps and owner financing. And the even the paperwork, the flow of the paperwork, it's unbelievable to me how much money is left on the table because these people don't understand wraps. And frankly, that's what I was telling the coach whenever he asked me, you know, hey, how do you do wraps? How, what does that look like? How do you do it? And I was like, you know, if you learn how to do this, you are, you're already marketing enough in your market to where you know, the marketing is going to pay for itself with the extra deals that you do, that you're just wasting because you don't know what a deal is. It's fundamental, guys. We have to have an understanding of this. And that's why I'm here. So this podcast is going to be about once a week. I'm going to do a little bit more to, to begin with, I think. But in general, we're going to have one podcast per week. And we're really going to go over the basics of real estate, the basics of finance, marketing, how to get a lead generation machine up for motivated sellers, how to negotiate, how to deal structure, guys, because we have to understand that. This is not a wide, but it is a deep podcast. And what I mean by that is most real estate podcasts, which I think can be super valuable, they have an interview person come on and they talk about you know what's working, what's not in their business, and all of that's great. But that's kind of just you know, a segment. What we want to do is talk about a business. So we're going to open up the books on our business, talk about what we're doing, what we've done, what's worked, what's not, and talk about how to get you to six figures and seven figures if you're already at six figures. Guys, it can be done. Guys, realize that this is transformational. This is not informational. So you can absolutely listen to this podcast and listen to all these podcasts and get all these books and you feel busy, but you're not doing anything. Guys, this is transformational. What that means is there's a, an amount of action that has to be behind the information. We have to go out and do. If we don't talk to a seller, guys, we're not going to buy a house. I don't care how many podcasts you listen to. I don't care how many books you read. Okay. And guys, frankly, the last thing I have to say, I'm pretty anti-wholesaling. And I know that's going to ruffle some feathers with some people. But I think if you look at the numbers and, and your objective that you'll agree, wholesaling is not a great model, especially to start with. Most wholesalers don't understand deal structure, and we'll get into that on a later episode. I'm very pro-RAP. I'm very pro-owner financing. So this year alone, we'll book a million dollars in net profit, and that's just kind of what I look at as retirement money for me. But you know, there's a better way to do it. And those are deals that most people are passing on. Frankly, I've done deals from wholesalers sending me things that they didn't know what to do with, and then I go out and make $40,000 on it. So it can be done. 
Guys, I'm super happy that you're with us. I want this to be a very positive thing for you. I want this business to be a positive thing for you. It can be done. You have to have the grit and determination to do it, but it can be done. We have to understand marketing, negotiating framework, and deal structure to get this accomplished. We'll talk soon.